Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Entrepreneur for Life podcast. I'm your host, Gideon Webb. Thank you for tuning in to the Entrepreneur for Life podcast, a place for all your tips, tricks, cheat codes, and information from entrepreneurs on how to be successful in your business. Today's show is going to be a little different. I'm actually on a little road trip to Madison, Wisconsin, and going to share with you some thoughts and ideas on some things I've been kind of thinking about this week. Um, We're going to start off by talking about working in small groups. Um, Working in small groups is something I try to pride myself on being really good at. And I didn't always become, you know, naturally good at it. It took a lot of work. I got most of my early experience working with small groups in a serious business-like level in college. Um, During college, I would join all kind of groups. Um... You know, I was one of those kids that was quite undecided. So I joined every group I could and try to um, help and contribute any way I could. Um, First and foremost, one thing you got to remember when you're working in small groups is there are tons of different leadership styles. And just because someone's leadership style isn't like yours or doesn't really match what you're looking for doesn't mean you can't reach, you know, that goal you're looking to reach. Everybody has different styles on reaching the kind of um, goals that they want to reach. The key in, in small groups is finding that leader who can manage those styles and bring out the best in everyone. So, leadership styles. Let me give you an example of a few. So, in every meeting or every small group, there's what I like to call the distractor. And the distractor is someone who doesn't always um, stay on task and they like to bring up things that aren't necessarily relevant to the meeting um, things that they might have done this week things that are on their mind things that are not directly related to the task at hand now the distractor is not always a bad thing because sometimes that distractor can kinda lighten the mood in the meeting um, but the distractor is just that it's going he or she will distract you from your goal and so your job as a leader is to pinpoint who the distractor is and find a way to keep them on task one way that I um, deal with the distractor is to give them duties and responsibilities more than others um, because a distractor not it, they don't always intentionally distract a lot of times that distractor is just trying to find their place in the meeting trying to find their place in the group trying to um, socialize in a way that they can identify with other members um, and sometimes that stuff can be helpful it just maybe not be helpful at the moment and so they bring up things that just aren't helpful at the moment and so you as a leader have to kind of gauge that and if you really like this person and think they can contribute the idea is to not offend them by just saying hey you're a distractor could you please keep it quiet in this meeting but to actually find things that you can give them to do to focus on and so you can quickly eliminate that distractor mentality by giving them tasks and responsibilities and holding them accountable Um, another leadership style Um, you have the initiator somebody who doesn't take um, who doesn't need a lot of direction or responsibility in order to take action 
that initiator sometimes can be super helpful because they can get ahead of things before the meeting. They can, you know, pull up um, agendas, notes, um, cross-referencing material, things that you may not think of. They're already initiating and making those steps forward to do that. An initiator will also make phone calls on their own. Um, talk to people on their own, get feedback on their own. They don't need you to guide them through the process. Initiators are great. I love them. Initiators can also get a few steps ahead of themselves because as a small group, you have to realize a lot of the decisions you're going to make need to be made as a group. So initiators oftentimes will get ahead of themselves in making making decisions that aren't quite um, decided on by the group. So you kind of have to watch for that. Keep in mind, though, if these people, the initiator and the um, the the others are in the group, it's because they want to be there. They're not just there to, um, you know, distract you or or mess up your meeting. So as a leader, you kind of got to be patient and you also have to be um, willing and flexible with every leadership style, finding the good in each leader and pulling it out to match your group and give it, you know, everything it needs to succeed. Um, there are others, uh, leadership styles that I like to call the jackers. And the jackers are those who promise things that they cannot deliver. Those who say things because they want to feel involved. They want to feel a part of the movement or the meeting. But they haven't quite thought about in their own mind how they're going to execute and deliver on the things they say. Um, I call it the jacker because in my city we have this term called the jacker. People who are like selling wolf tickets or saying stuff that they can't really deliver on. Um, All in all, you know, there are some jackers with good hearts. They mean well, but they don't quite know how to execute in their own lives and deliver the things they say. One way to point out a jacker or to identify a jacker is when you're in this small meeting and that person is saying something they can deliver but they're not taking notes, they're not making a list, they're not um, doing the things they need to do to remember to execute on these tasks. So if you're in a meeting and somebody's saying, oh, I know this person who could do that, oh, I think I can get that done, but they're not taking any personal notes for themselves to execute those things by the next meeting, red flag, you probably got a jacker. Um, you want to you wanna identify those people and pull them aside after the meeting and personally talk to them and say, hey, I really appreciate your contributions. I appreciate the things you said you can deliver on. How can I help you get that done? And if they feel like, oh, I don't need any help, you ask them, point blank, call them out. Did you take notes? Did you write those things down? Because I'm really going to be counting on you on our next meeting to deliver on those things. Accountability is very important in a jacker. You can bring out the best of a jacker if you just call them out. And, 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 and don't be afraid to hurt some feelings. You know, this is business. If they're coming to meetings and not delivering on what they said they would do, you have to call them out. And I would uh, advise you to do that personally on the side not in front of everybody but you know you want to call them out and let them know you are holding them accountable i don't care if they said they're going to bring paper clips to the next meeting if they forgot and they insisted and you were expecting paper clips it's your job to call them out on it and to um you know 
to let them know that when they say something, their word needs to be bond and you need to be able to count on them. Um, you know, I take small group meetings very seriously, mainly because everyone's time is on the line. You don't want to waste people's time. Wasting people's time is one thing, but it also leads to ruining your reputation. Bringing people out to a meeting that is going to be pointless and worthless is also going to reflect on your reputation as a leader and your effectiveness in able to get things done. So, um, those are just some of the leadership styles. There are others. I want to move on a little bit in talking about small groups and preparation. As a leader of a small group, you have to be prepared. You have to be prepared. Um, it is important to utilize agendas, priority lists, and task lists in order to keep your small group on task and on the same page. In small groups, often if someone feels like they're contributing but aren't being communicated to or updated on, eventually their motivation and inspiration to um, contribute to the group will start to delinquish. So you want to find a way or a system to keep everyone in the loop. Oftentimes we use Google um, documents or Google um, email to keep groups in the loop because Google has an ecosystem that kind of works for small groups. So if you use the Gmail, you use the Google Drive, you use the Google documents, which people in small groups can individually edit and update in real time these things are very helpful and as a small group leader if you do not have these systems in place for folks to communicate and be updated don't expect them to understand what's coming next so that task could fall on a secretary or an administrative assistant, but in all honesty, as the leader of the group, you should be responsible for making sure everyone's on the message thread, everyone's on the email database, and everyone is getting the Google documents that are updated weekly so that no one feels out of the loop. Now, the responsibility shouldn't just fall on the small group leader, but the individuals in the small group, taking it upon yourself to take initiative, to be proactive, to read through the documents that are sent to you, and to contribute to the meetings. If you're one of those people that comes to the meeting and does not contribute, does not say a word, does not give your input, you cannot be surprised when things don't go the way you are expecting. So if you are in a small group, make it your effort to go above and beyond, to contribute your ideas, your thoughts, only if they are helpful and focused on the task at hand. Save the other social stuff and distractions for after the meeting, for the social engagements. Find a place in your own life where you can put on that focus hat, step into the meeting and contribute 100% productive and focused content or thoughts to the meeting. You don't want to be the distractor. You want to be the contributor. Somebody who always comes to the table with something to better the group. It is very important that as a small group member, you keep in mind you are not the only person in this group. There are other people who can contribute to this group with, with you know, just as much, if not more, um, you know, ideas, thoughtfulness, um, resources as you can. 
So, you know, there's also the person in the small group that does more talking than listening. Um, you want to identify that person, pull them aside after the meeting and talk to them about that issue. Um, because oftentimes it's the jacker or the initiator who's talking more than they are listening. Um, which leads me to the point that listening is just as important in a small group as talking. It is very important that you listen actively to the people in your meeting. And when I say by actively, look them in the eyes, listen to their words, take notes on their words. Because if you're just there and you're not listening, you will be left out of the loop. So it is very important that you contribute and that you listen actively to the small group meetings. No one likes someone who comes to the meeting and then at the end of the meeting, they're asking questions that were already discussed. No one likes someone who comes to the next meeting and they're totally out of the loop on everything that was discussed in the last meeting and the fact of the matter is they were there. So you want to be very conscious about those people as a leader and decide if you want to keep these people in the group, find something for them to do outside of the group or train and hone their skills into becoming a better productive member of the group. Um, these are just some of the tips I've learned in working with small groups, and I hope they've helped you in identifying some of the issues you may have in your small groups. Small groups are great. Um, you can get a lot out of small groups if you're willing to be patient. Um, also, play that leadership role of someone who is flexible enough to identify weeks, weaknesses and strengths, but then also bring them the people's attention and hold people accountable. Thank you guys for listening to Entrepreneur for Life podcast. I had a lot of fun with today's podcast. I'm going to focus on the road and continue my trip to the state capital, Wisconsin, Madison. And I encourage you guys to keep tuning in, like, subscribe, share the Entrepreneur for Life podcast to your friends and in your entrepreneur groups. And please stay healthy, stay safe, and stay on top of things. Thank you again.